Welcome to Words of Inspiration with Rev. James T. Brown, Jr., the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Worship. Let's join today's message in progress. Family, we're going to get ready to dive into the Word today. I want you to open up your Bible for me to the book of Luke. We're going back to Luke. We're going to chapter 2. Luke chapter 2, and we're going to begin at verse 25. Luke chapter 2 and verse 25. And here the word of God reads, it says, And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Ghost was upon him. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, then took he him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord now lettest thy, thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at all at, the thing, at those things which were spoken of him. And Simeon blessed them and said unto Mary his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising again of many in Israel, and for a sign which shall be spoken against. Yea, a sword shall pierce through thy own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed." may be revealed. Today we're going to speak from the subject, the right time. The right time. Oh my goodness. In, in this part of Jesus Christ's birth, or a story of Jesus Christ's birth, is centered on Simeon. It's centered on Simeon, a man whom scripture says was both just and devout. It said he was both just and devout. Now, Simeon was a very interesting character, a very interesting character. Here, Simeon, we understand that the, the, the Simeon in our text is thought to have been the son of Hillel, Hillel, who was the president of a college that he founded during that day. Simeon would also succeed his father as president of the college. So Simeon was a heady person. He was a very bright and intellectual individual. Simeon was also a Sanhedrin. Hence the recording that he was both just and devout, speaking of his Sanhedrin background. In fact, he was also called doctor. Specifically, it was Rabon, Rabon, which was the highest honor for the presidents of the Sanhedrin. He received this. This is who he was. This is who he was. Also, he came into disagreement with the Jews over the length of the kingdom of the Messiah. 
after he has spent his life studying and pouring over the scriptures and praying unto God, he understood that this Messiah's kingdom was to be without end. But yet within the Sanhedrin, there was an argument where they would argue about times and time limits. And he said, no, that is not so with the Messiah of our God. And so he went through these arguments with them. And in addition to all of that, he also had a prophetic mantle that rested on him. Simeon was a bad boy. <laughs> Simeon knew some things. Simeon had spent time with God. Simeon had labored in his relationship with the Father. And we're going to see that or revisit that as we look at the text here today. In fact, I want you to look back with me at verse 25. Look back at verse 25, and it says here, and behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Ghost was upon him. The Holy Ghost was upon him. Him. Here, the consolation of Israel, the consolation of Israel meant the arrival of the Messiah, the arrival of the Messiah. Here, he was waiting for that. He was waiting for that to happen. You see, it's something that's interesting that we see about Simeon. I want you to make note here. It is clear that the Holy Spirit rested upon him. That's what the scripture was saying, was that the Holy Spirit rested upon him. Now, those of you who are Bible readers and who are Bible studies, you understand that it was after the, the, the crucifixion of Jesus and his resurrection that he said, he told his disciples, I want you to tarry in Jerusalem. Why? Because there is one that's coming. The Holy Spirit is coming and he's going to endue you with power. He's going to endue you with power. But see, it was only then, but before then, while Jesus was just a baby the Holy Spirit rested upon Simeon because of the relationship that he had with the father the relationship that he had with the father he was a strong believer in God and again that Holy Spirit rested the Holy Ghost as it said rested upon him look with me at verse 26 and it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ, before he had seen the Lord's Christ again. The Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost showed Simeon that he would see Christ before he died. He see Christ before he died. Look with me at verse 27. Verse 27 again, it says, And he came by the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law. Now watch this. Watch this. This verse is very interesting. First, it lets us know that the Holy Spirit led him to the temple. The Holy Spirit led Simeon to the temple. In fact, that the Spirit led Simeon to the temple at the exact time. At the exact time that Joseph and Mary took Jesus to the temple to register him in the church records, as was their custom. So here it is. The Holy Spirit tells him. He, he Remember, he had been president of a college. He'd known so many people. There's so many things that he had to do. He was a very busy man. But the Spirit told him, get up. Get up and go to the temple. 
get up and go to the temple. He does that. He went up and went to the temple at the same time that Joseph and Mary were bringing in Jesus. We're bringing in Jesus. Let me ask you a question. How many of us are truly willing to allow the spirit of God to lead us? How many of us are willing to truly allow the spirit of God to lead us and to guide us, to lead us and to guide us? Remember, like I said, I'm sure Simeon had things to do. I'm sure he was busy. I'm sure he was thinking about other things. But yet the spirit told him to get up and go to the temple. And he followed the instruction. He followed the instruction. How many of us are willing to do that? You see, this means that you have to surrender control. You have to surrender control and walk in faith. Let me say that again. You have to surrender control and walk in faith and walk in faith. We have to allow the father to have permission to interrupt our day and to change and, and, and to make changes to our plans. The father has to be able to step in and interrupt and change things in, 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 at any moment. Listen, I understand that a man plans his way and you should plan your way. Listen, as a business owner, you should plan your way. There should be a time during your week where you plan for marketing. There should be a time where you're looking at your budget and seeing if there's opportunities to find other, other vendors that will save your company money and make you be able to be more profitable. You should be able to look and find ways of finding out how to reach other clients and break in other markets. Listen, so you make your plan out, you write it out, and you have all of these things that you're supposed to do, and you're trying to scratch things off of your list as you go, but there should be enough freedom and li liberty given to the Father that he can step in your day and say, no, we need to change and go in a different direction. We need to go in another way. Listen, you may be driving down the road and you know you have to get to a meeting and you need to get there. You need to take a left at the light and go down about a couple of miles and be able to go to your place, your destination on the right hand side. But if he tells you to turn right, we've got to be able to surrender ourselves to the Lord and follow his leading. Follow his leading and let, let us go ahead and go right. You'll be sitting there thinking, no, wait a minute. No, that's going to take me all around the way. Wait a minute, that's going to cost me another 20 minutes when I can just get there in five. Why in the world would I do that? Listen, we've got to be willing to follow the Lord, to follow the leading of the Lord. We've got to be willing to allow him to change our plans, to change our plans. Here, here, it was the very thing, it, it, it was that the very thing that the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit had promised Simeon. Hear that very thing that the Holy Spirit had promised Simeon that he would witness happen by way of this chance meeting. It happened by way of a chance meeting. I need somebody to type in chat for me the Lord's timing. The Lord's timing. Listen, again, he probably wasn't planning on going to the temple. There's nothing here in scripture that said that that was the time of day that they went to pray. There was nothing there in scripture that said he was going there because there was time for the, for the, for the rabbi or the minister, the priest to give the word. And he was going to hear and study the word of God. There's nothing that will say that. It simply says that the spirit told him, the spirit led him to the temple. The spirit led him to the temple. Listen, some things that we have been waiting for, 
some things we've been waiting for, the Holy Spirit will allow to happen just by chance. Just by chance, if you're willing to surrender yourself and allow him to guide you so that by chance you can come into the promise that he's already ordained for your life. Here it was, a chance meeting, going to the temple, being led by the spirit, running smack dab into Joseph and Mary, carrying the child Jesus, carrying the child Jesus. Listen, there are things that you have been working that many of you have been working for and attempting to complete on your own. You've been attempting to complete them on your own, but the Holy Spirit is going to release them now. Why? Why now? Not because that you uh, not because of what you have been doing and all of the work you put in, but because of the timing of God. Listen to me. The timing of God is integral. We've got to be able to take time to pause and to seek the father and to understand his timing, to understand his timing, to understand his timing. You see, you've been trying to understand why door after door keeps getting shut in your face and you don't really understand why. And you keep going from door and it closes to another door and it closes to another door and it closes. And you're like, wait a minute, God, I did everything you told me to do. Everything. I wrote it out. I checked it off. I did everything. I prayed. I fasted. I've done everything you've asked me to do. And Father, these doors keep getting shut, but he wants you to understand. You've got to be able to realize that God has been shutting the doors, not to prevent you from moving forward, but to provoke you to get into the place where he's calling you to. Because every time the door closed, because you had the tenacity to keep moving, it allowed you to get into the place where he's called you to be, which is where the blessing is. Listen, every door they wanted you to come through, but they had to shut it. And you're like, man, why in the world is this happening to me? But because you weren't meant to go through that door. You weren't meant to go in that room. You said, no, this one I was qualified for. This one I knew everything about. I know I could have helped those people. I know I could have done some good. But God is saying, no, I need you to be able to get to this place. I'm calling you. That's why the doors are closing. But you keep on moving because every step you're getting strong. Every step you're getting wiser, you're growing and you're trusting me. And as you trust me, I'm going to be able to bring you to a place that I've ordained for you. Just keep on moving. Understand it's all about his timing. It's all about his timing. It's about his timing. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it was a blessing to you. If you're in the Metro Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for our regularly scheduled services at Tabernacle of Worship. You will also be able to get this entire message. Please feel free to visit our website at www.taboworship.org. That's www.taboworship.org for more information.